0: Today, India urged its uh, nationals not to visit Canada uh, amid a worsening diplomatic crisis uh, following uh, Prime Minister Trudeau uh, saying that New Delhi was involved in the killing of a Sikh leader here in B.C. Uh, Mr. Trudeau on Monday said that Ottawa had credible intelligence, uh, intelligence uh, that India carried out the fatal shooting in mid-June of Hardeep Singh Nijr. Uh, and uh, that uh, New Delhi uh, has today also urged students to exercise extreme caution when they are uh, coming to Canada. India is also the largest source of international students to Canada, with Indians making up about 40% of all overseas students. So they're, so they're a major source of income uh, for the education sector here in BC and, and across the country, Ontario, in fact. I think it was last week a report came out that international students are now putting the same amount of... Dollars into the education system, the college system there, as much as the Ontario government. So our education system does rely heavily on those international students, specifically India. Now, before going public with its claims, Ottawa did brief Washington and a number of our key allies. But so far, they've taken a cautious approach by expressing concern, but not certainly condemning India. Joining me now to talk a little bit about all that has transpired this week in regards to uh, Canada-India relations uh, is Warren Kinsella. He's a Toronto-based lawyer, author and consultant and former special assistant to Prime Minister Jean Chrétien. Warren, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, my friend. Yeah, so tell me your thoughts uh, on everything that's transpired here since Monday. Uh, You know, I I can understand why the Prime Minister did what he did, but uh, I'm just wondering what the repercussions are going to be over the longer term, and how do we respond as a country?
1: Well, as you know, I'm no fan of uh, the Prime Minister, but I really don't think he had any choice Mm -hmm. um, but to take the position that he did. Um, you know, if it is a fact that Indian agents uh, came to Canada in June of this year and, and murdered uh, this man in a place of worship, in a parking lot uh, at his temple, like, uh, we just can't ignore that. I mean, it, it's not something that we would ignore if it just involved Canadians for this, you know, uh, uh, an extrajudicial assassination is extraordinary by any standard. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the way in which India has reacted so far is not encouraging. You know, the statement that you referred to a minute ago, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to quote, this is what India said today. um, Quote, there are growing anti-India activities and politically condoned Hate crimes and criminal violence, end quote, in Canada. Hmm. Well, all of us are in Canada, and I don't think that's true. Um, you know, they, I think the smartest thing that India could have done after this extraordinary allegation was made by the Prime Minister on Monday would be to say, no, uh, we dispute that, and we welcome any investigation to clear our name. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to cooperate fully. But instead, you know, they're just doing rhetorical overkill and making these extraordinary statements. And it, it's not encouraging. And, you know, our allies, as you point out, mm-hmm. they're not exactly um, rushing to condemn India. But, you know, Australia, for example, at the United Nations today, uh, indicated that they found the allegations very concerning. They've raised them with India. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't say what, how India reacted. So it, it's not a case like some commentators are suggesting that our allies have abandoned us. Far from it. But I think everybody's saying the same thing, whether they're a fan of Trudeau or not. Okay, uh, we need to see some evidence because this
0: allegation is a serious one. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we and I have talked about this when the killing happened before all this evidence came out, and and it certainly looked like a a very organized uh, uh, hit at the end of the day for me. And when I look at this, and even looking at it much broader, In a broader way, is that you know you have an economy here in a country here in with India that is growing uh, significantly, and and they're sort of at that point where the same as China, where they just you know it was rocket fuel and the economy grew significantly over the course of a five to ten years. They're on the cusp of that. I think they're very close to being the third largest economy in the world in the next three to four years. My sense is, and I'm not saying it's the right thing, obviously, but my sense is, it's a country that will not let any. Individual, any group, anybody asking, pushing for independence in any sort of way will get in the way of this country and its uh, establishment saying we are going to be one of the superpowers in this world. And we will not allow any force to get in the way of that. And that includes Canadians uh, who are protesting or want uh, an independent Sikh state. Um, They will also point to the fact that an air India, uh, there was an air India bombing here in this country. And we still have not been able to, to, charge and find those involved guilty at the end of the day. And we cannot trust Canada. And we are going to do what is needed to protect our nation, our sovereignty, and ultimately allow our economy to grow. We're not jeopardizing anybody to scare away any investors at the end of the day. I mean, there seems to me there's that cold thinking there, uh, and they will deal with the repercussions, whatever they may be.
1: Well, I mean, that's the thing. All of us are hoping that that, you know, cool, sober thought... Um, was pursued by uh, Prime Minister Trudeau and his Foreign Affairs Minister Jolie Mm -hmm. before they made the allegations they did. Like for them to make such an extraordinary statement uh, on the basis of rumour and innuendo would be reckless beyond belief and I I think it would be the end of their government. Mm -hmm. It just would be an extraordinary allegation uh, to make. So I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt as I guess many of our allies uh, around the world are doing and saying, as Australia did today, that Canada says it has evidence that is credible. You know, the 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 problem we've got is the one you just pointed out. We picked a fight, or we're or we're being picked upon by the largest democracy in the world, and uh, you know, a growing economy. Uh, China is shrinking. China's in its considerable economic difficulty. And India is moving to the forefront as the economist and others have noted in recent weeks, you know, Joe Biden, uh, the U S president has been working overtime to curry favor with the leadership in India. So that's problem number one. Uh, and, and problem number two is, you know, this is another big country like China that, that is seemingly got us in it in their sights. And, um, That is problematic for us with the economy we've got, the other difficulties we've got at the present time. So like we needed this like a hole in the head. But unfortunately, (laughs) it's it's real. Right. It's just uh, we cannot erase Monday like it. This is one that is going to live in history. Mm -hmm. And I hope to hell that they've got the evidence to back it up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, This is a difficult one to answer. You know that the South Asian community plays a significant role in all elections, a very active community, Uh, even more so in federal elections um, for the federal liberals have always courted that vote. Uh, How do you think this will play out? Some have said that Mr. Trudeau coming out, making these comments, in many ways it'll solidify that uh, South Asian vote, particularly the Sikh vote uh, in Toronto and in Vancouver. Uh, Others have said he's in trouble anyway. I don't think this is going to help much. Do you think this helps him in the next election, just within these diaspora communities?
1: In some seats in the lower mainland, maybe parts of Calgary, parts of Edmonton, um, you know, and certainly in Toronto. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, Pierre Poliev and Jagmeet Singh are alive to the issue as well. You know, all three of them after this um, state, well, prior to the statement being made for the prime minister, prime minister let them know what he was about to say. And Polyev issued an excellent statement saying, look, you know, politics is politics, but we're all Canadians and we cannot stand for this allegation, this possibility that a foreign power has sent agents here to murder a Canadian citizen, Mm -hmm. because that's what it's all about. And Jigmeet Singh made similar noises. So I don't think it's going to accrue to anybody's benefit per se, but definitely the one who has uh, taken the first step in a way that can't be called you know cowardly. Uh, it's been it's actually kind of courageous uh, the, what the prime minister has done and stepped up and made this allegation. He has to have known what it would mean for trade with India, which is now ground to a halt, You know, diplomatic relations with India, reputationally. He had to have known what the impact would be. But he went ahead and made the allegation anyway.
0: Yeah, that is for sure. Warren, as always, thank you, my friend.
1: Thanks, my friend. Take care.